Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. This is Radio Free Brooklyn. And this is Young Persons Radio! Hi. I don't usually wake up this early. Okay. Caller, what is so important? <laughs> I guess it's a show where you talk to people who are hit by lightning. Hey, Colby. It's Tim Keck. What's up, bitch? This is Mary Coolahan. Colby, Colby, it's Jason Trackerberg with a very quick phone call. It's me, Jean Craighead George. It's Monica. Yay. Yay. Can I tell you a pigeon story? It's raising baby pigeons in a pasta colander. Pigeon, is that you? There's enough evidence on here to lock her away for a long time. Oh, I guess this is a maniac show for birds. Stupid, it's childish, and I would never do that to you. Lower East Simon. What kind of art were you doing at the karate school? The art of the empty hands. I take care of feral cats. This is me to burn. It's in the house. <laughs> Caller, it lift me out of this slump. Caller! I'm not a fan of the show. No. I've never heard of it before. Are you back to number one yet? I'm feeling real cool. Get me named a living landmark for New York. I gotta shoot on Rob Shapiro real quick. He's a hack. His fans are morons. I'm a big fan of your radio show, but off the air, you're, you're kind of a terrible person. You just sound like a bunch of dorks. I it's truly can't easy. tell if everyone's making fun of us. Is this what this feels this like is, every week? Good morning, everybody. Just adjusting here, adjusting. There we go. Good morning. Welcome to another edition of Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn until 11 a.m. on this, a Sunday morning in April of 2018. The outlook is fresh. The uh, weather is not as good as it was yesterday, but the outlook is still fresh. We are here until 11 a.m., at which point we here on Radio Free Brooklyn will be followed by Points of Order, the return of the great sports talk show, Point of Order. Joe and the gang, they're back this week. I'm sure they're talking all about the NBA playoffs. And uh, so make sure you stick around for that. And then at noon, we are followed again by the Brooklyn Conversation with Rosie. And at 1 p.m., we have Objection to the Rule, Radio Free Brooklyn's answer to the Sunday morning political talk show circuit. We have talk shows all day until 11 p.m., folks. Some are pre-recorded, but most are live, and many, including this show, take calls. That's right. I want you to call in at 904-351-0729. That's 904-351-0729 to call in. And let's get some weirdos calling. I want the, like, weird guy in your office who nobody talks to to be calling this show. I want to talk to him. I want to get his deal. We used to have uh, We used to have people calling this show, some strangers, some people we don't know. We had Marta, the pigeon lady, and uh, uh, I haven't heard from her yet in 2018. <laughs> haven't heard from her. And, uh, you know, look, I get it. Everybody's uh, everybody's busy, and uh, Marta just found uh, something better to do on Sunday mornings. That's all. And, no, I, I get it. You got to, you know, you got to make yourself essential, and uh, we just, we didn't do that for her. But regardless of uh, uh, the fact that we gave her her pal, uh, uh, Margaret, uh, our other, other pigeon lady, caller, uh, just carte blanche to talk about her, her, her uh, uh, lawsuit 
for 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 months at a time. No, 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 that's fine. No, we didn't make ourselves essential enough. But uh, no, but Marta, if you call in, I'll forgive you for your trespasses. At nine zero four three, exactly. It's Sunday. At nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. I also want to remind everybody that if you like what we are doing here on this program on Young Persons Radio or any of the other shows I mentioned or any of the other shows that you listen to on this network and you want to learn how you can get more involved with the station, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. That's RadioFreeBrooklyn.com slash pledge. You can give of your money. You can give of your time. We're a nonprofit station. We are a community-based station. We survive completely from support from the listeners like you. So uh, if you if if that is your uh, your your bag, <laughs> radio free book. That's the strongest pitch for pledging to the station anyone's ever given. Hey, if this thing is your bag, baby, <laughs> head on over to radiofreebrooklyn.com slash pledge, which you should do. And while you are checking us out online, as you must be doing to be hearing this show, you can sign up for our newsletter. Just click the button at the top of the homepage that comes up right as you go to radiofreebrooklyn.com. It's the best way to keep up with everything that's going on at the station. this uh, we, we, are, we pride ourselves on the diversity of programming here, and uh, there are all kinds of events and things happening all the time. And the best way to find out about them is to sign up for the newsletter at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Now, my guest today is, he, he's, he's one, of these, uh, one of these talented people. <laughs> You know, for most of us, it's like hard enough to be halfway decent at one thing. <laughs> but this guy, he's a super funny comedian, super funny improviser, and makes super awesome music. His latest album is called Turn the Corner. It's on his Bandcamp page, and I'm talking, of course, about Ryan McCormick. Woo! Can you hear yourself okay? Yeah. Definitely. Oh, you went there. You're talking into a different... There we go. Oh. Try this one. Hello. Yeah. Woo! Sick. Sick. There we go. You've got your guitar in front of you, Ryan. I do. You want to kick things off with a song? Sure. Let's sure. do it. Should I do this? Mike? Yeah, just see, we'll see how that's... Do a little test here. Okay. Plus, strum a little bit. Does that sound good to you? It's coming up here just fine. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. From the window, I listen to the boy's sweet shouts. His mother coos. Now, how do you like it, my little bean sprout? Her ponytail. Swings back and forth from her easy laugh, and his tiny fingers fumble apple slices cut in half. I know this scene. I've seen it before when they are turning from the park hand in hand with their little beans. 
Yeah, her smile opens the door Glowing in daylight shadows dark With thick and gentle webs That I've never seen before And from the bridge I watch the sun and moon complete their daily dance And I hear the boys laugh And it puts me in a trance And I hear a door unlatch And I swallow my disintegration Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. at the end of that yeah, one. I was going to say, you're a multi-instrumentalist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I had a friend text me so that I could plan that little noise at the end. <laughs> that was awesome. Thanks so much. Yeah, man. Is that one on Bandcamp? Not yet. I haven't recorded it yet. Oh, boy. Okay, so this, would you say this is a Radio Free Brooklyn exclusive? Yeah, totally. A premiere, <laughs> as, Hell so yeah. to speak. That's right. You see what you get? You're you gonna, see what you get from this show? You're, you're gonna, not hearing that anywhere else. You're getting all new stuff today. Oh, really? Yeah, nothing, nothing repeated. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Very exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. But since, you know, we mentioned your band camp. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> it's ryanmccormick.bandcamp.com. McCormick with an A. Yeah. Yeah. I think they made a mistake at Ellis Island. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably you're an heir to the Spice Empire. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah, it was great. Thanks so much. So what the, the, the plan is to put another another album out soon or? Uh... Yeah. Just I, I'm still figuring out how I want to record. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think a lot of the songs will sound like the way I play them with just the guitar. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm still trying to arrange all the songs. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Why don't you get right up on that mic? On that, this yeah. one. Yeah, cool. hell yeah. There, there we go. I'm, I'm in it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this is different when we're just gabbing, yeah. you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> 
Yeah. So what what uh, what kind of uh, uh, what goes into that decision of like the way to record these these new ones? Um, I think oh, like to record these songs in particular. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's just that I I have like such a backlog of new songs mm-hmm. that I haven't recorded yet. And yeah. Also, they just like stick in my head a lot. So yeah. I just like find myself um, thinking about like the way they they're they're gonna sound recorded. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And well, this... yeah, when I play them live, I like I hear other parts. So I. Sure. I, I yeah. Yeah. Well, this will be. I, I guess this is a, a return to form for you. This would be an, an acoustic album, right? Because the last two have been more experimental, more like ambient. Yeah. Uh, stuff. What What's uh, um. Talk about that a little bit. Because <laughs> your first album, which is called... I want to get the name right. I want to get the name right. Songs from the Roof. Yeah. Uh, was like mostly mostly acoustic songs like this. Uh, <clears throat> but then Hello, Goodbye and uh, Turn the Corner were, were like longer pieces that were more experimental. Like what was the, what was the impetus behind going in that direction versus stick, sticking with the, just the guitar? Um, it kind of all... I've always really liked experimental music but mm-hmm. and the ambient music but um i never really knew how to make it yeah and i had a chance to make it at a workshop in upstate new york yeah and yeah we were I, talking about this brief i'm going to hit a podcast uh radio show trope right now and say <laughs> uh you and i were talking off air <laughs> <laughs> yeah about this yeah tell tell that story because it's just like a cool a very cool thing yeah i was at a job that i hated and i was just like looking up things to do over the summer and i found a um a thing for a workshop on sound art and like i didn't really know it was, the description was super vague mm. and it was just like but it said like analog synths and stuff like that so I, I figured i'd like it and um i i went up to alfred in july and i had a, i just spent a week there and there was a like a teacher and a professor and we spent like all day mm. like learning how to like um use synths and process field recordings and stuff and um those two albums pretty much just came from all the work that I had done mm. there. Because I would, like, spend, like, 12... I would, like, wake up at, like, 9 and, like, work until, like, 2 in the morning every day. Oh, wow. Five days. So, like, I I came back with, like, like 15 to 16 gigs of music that I had made oh there. Oh, my God. And I, I had, like, when I got back, it, it became this, like, huge problem of, like, I have no idea what to do with any of it. You know, yeah. like... So, I... I went with... with uh, Turn the corner that one long song like um, yeah. Main Street Echo like I, yes I I made the drone using like a field recording and I like processed it through like this like really interesting software that I was using for the first time um, it's like called the GRM suite and uh, and then I like I found myself sort of like singing over it so I like like spent I, I was like I hooked up a microphone and I sang um like an improvised like like lines for over it and then i processed the vocals through the same software that i was processing Ah. the rest of it in so it just it kind of came out like naturally and then i oh very cool yeah it was i have a lot of experiences making music where like i i go into this like weird like state where i don't really know i'm just kind of like making decisions but like i don't have any like conscious right I'm not. I'm just, I'm just like kind of like. Yeah. Whereas like if someone asked you about them, you like couldn't defend them. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and then I, when I like when I leave that state and like my like rat critical brain starts like coming back, I'm like I'm like where the fuck did this come? Right. Where, 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 where <laughs> no, this, no, you're fine. Yeah. Like where did this come from? Like I. <laughs> I feel like I like have this like artifact from some other person or something. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it feel like like? Like, what was I thinking? Or is it just like, yeah, that's not bad. 
like <laughs> sometimes i mean like right now since like i'm really new to like recording music mm-hmm. relatively like like you know like i like i i'm always like pleasantly surprised in, like afterwards when it comes out yeah and then, yeah and then like the next year is like me like being like really harsh on myself about it. Right, right. <laughs> like finding like the little things in it that like i hate you know but yeah so you're not like steely dan you're not like tinkering with stuff all all day long <laughs> i think maybe i am in my head but i just don't have the ability to actually right tinker. yeah yeah uh, that's the thing is like it requires an incredible technical mastery it's like, <laughs> to make albums that sound uh like that yeah you know? yeah totally yeah they they steely dan they're a divisive band i, I like, like steely dan yeah i I don't know much of their music, but I, I, I think they're fun. Yeah. I mean, I like the, I like the big ones, you know. I haven't really gone deep on them. I, I like, like, uh, I like, I like only do a it fool. again. Yeah. I like yeah. only a fool would say that. Oh, I don't know that one. I, that's the only song I can think of. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll cue it up later. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's one of these, like, you know, marathon, like if it's going to take half the show, you know, <laughs> it's one of these marathon songs that they do. Yeah. Even do it again is like, I think seven minutes, which, yeah. and, uh, Look, that's rad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have a bad habit of making really long songs. Well, yeah, you mentioned it's the, yeah, turn the corner. There's the, uh, the Echo on Main Street is almost twenty minutes long. <laughs> but, but I mean, that's a different kind of thing. Like yeah, that's not yeah. they they want to do it again to be like a pop hit. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't think. I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but that wasn't your intention. No, that no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I I. Uh... I it's I'm like recently recently I've been like listening to a lot of drone music and it's just funny how like mm. the the length of time can, can, it can get like three hours long you know like really yeah like I there's this like one lady like Elaine Radik who I just found out this past week and she, her music is like hours and it's like oh <laughs> it's like really fun but it's <laughs> I I don't it's like nothing I've ever heard before yeah yeah. Yeah. So you and I met uh, doing comedy. Yeah, totally. Uh, 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 not doing, not doing music. <laughs> um, was where have you? Just, you've been doing music this whole time, and I just haven't known about it until the last couple of years. Or uh, I've, yeah, I've been doing music since I was like twelve. I just haven't yeah. told anyone about it. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. been well, like a bedroom thing. Yeah, that's and, cool. And, yeah. Oh, well, I, I guess I was in bands and stuff in high school. But, right. Yeah. Um. What were the bands like? Were they like like cover bands or no? Uh, there's yeah. uh the band that I was in pretty much all of high school was called. The, the Dante Love Generator. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, and we we were like five friends from childhood, and um, we played like like uh, like rock music. Nice, yeah, yeah. very cool. It was fun. <laughs> I was never in a band in high school. I played the piano, but uh, uh, never there. I, I was talking about this recently too, on the show, probably where there was just like there weren't really bands at my high. Like, how big was your high school? Uh, twenty eight hundred kids. Okay, yeah. yeah I think mine was mine was only eight hundred. Oh, okay. And there just weren't. There was like when I was a freshman, like some of the seniors had a band that would like play at the talent show and yeah. stuff. But from there on out, it was like just people doing stuff by themselves. Like I, I remember like one act when I was a junior, where there was like a girl playing the piano and a girl playing guitar and singing, and I was just like, whoa, they had to, <laughs> like, this is a pretty big, high production act. <laughs> like, I think it, like, really depends on if there's, like, um, a venue sure. that, like, yeah. lets, like, high school bands play. Yeah. Because, like, in my town, there are two spots mm-hmm. that, like, like, every Friday night, there'd be, like, high school bands playing. So, yeah. like, it just, like, created sort of, like, a culture of that's very bands, interesting. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. The only one I'm just thinking now, the only one for me that would have like anything even close to that was this like a coffee shop, which was like 
that's where you needed the like one guy alone uh, uh, with a guitar or piano, you know. Where did you grow up? Uh, Western Maryland. Oh, cool. Yeah, very close to the West Virginia border. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. But, you know, not a lot of rock coming out of that area, <laughs> you know. Oh, what is it, folk? Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a band called uh, I'm going to look them up and see if I can cue them up the uh, the ox for the laptop on here is this not great today as everybody probably heard but there's a <laughs> band called Kicks K I X that was like an 80s uh, uh, like hair metal band basically oh man and everybody in my hometown claims to have some relation to them <laughs> like I'm going to see this is what they I'm going to see if I can get it to work here this is what they hold on there's an ad we're going to let the ad play through for 15 seconds. And then you're gonna get kicks. Kicks. Bump. This is an ad for uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Dunkin' Go Twos. <laughs> That's what it's called. All right, here they are. This is kicks. Can you hear? You can hear this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. There's some sirens going some on, sirens. so you know it's gonna be wild. Oh yeah. This is a blow my fuse. Blow my- Everybody out there blew my fuse. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long intro to this. I didn't remember this. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Oh, it's like Kiss. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking. Yeah, Kiss. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> So and the the uh, the really uh, uh, obvious sex metaphor continues for four minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love sex metaphors. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about them. <laughs> I try to look for them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. Nine zero four three five one zero seven two nine. If you call have a, uh, a question for me, or I mean, you can call if you don't have a question. Well, most of the times, people don't have questions. Nine zero four three five one zero seven. Two nine. So where did uh, uh, where did comedy come into the picture for you? Uh, was like was, were you always interested in that like concurrently? Because I think for some people they try and like like make them converge. Yeah, you know? I uh, I've never. So when I was in eighth grade, I was at a friend's house and uh, he was like my older brother's like at the high school and he's doing like an improv show. Like, do you want to come? Oh wow! And uh, I was like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. I just went and. Uh, and I, and I was like, in eighth grade, I thought it was the coolest thing I ever seen. So when I got to high school, I started doing it there. Oh, nice. And there then, was like a high school improv team? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like a big like improv. There were like 50 kids. The shows would be like three hours long. If you can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> there was oh, like my God. a mix of short form and long form <laughs> improv. Like For three, three hours. hours? Yeah, three hours. Oh, no. And like we had so much like we had this like like perverse sense of like confidence that we were like like rock stars, you know, at the high yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but were they like in the auditorium like we had a black box theater and it was like crazy it, actually it's like it, it kind of looked like ucb chelsea like no kidding like just like r.i.p yeah r.i.p um but it was like crazy so we would do shows like once or twice like every couple months and uh-huh. like um and then i when i got to college i did it there and yeah when yeah I, at the end of college i was like i want to move to the city and yeah. do it there yeah and so you're doing you're doing both kind of at the same time right now, right? Yeah, I yeah. find I find that it's helpful because um, comedy or doing stand up reminds me to like be funny in my songs. And, sure, uh, 
and they were like allowed and doing yeah. music reminds me to like be some, like more sincere in my stand-up so yeah. it, it's a good, oh interesting okay it's, yeah yeah so they kind of they feed each other sensibilities i guess yeah that's yeah. very cool i i people like you who can do more than one thing <laughs> uh i just feel like uh do you do you struggle with the balancing of it because i uh, i feel like i talk to a lot of people who are just like they feel like they got to be doing like the one thing all the time uh, and it feels like having a second thing would would just make it harder. <laughs> I, maybe it it maybe was hard to balance like a while ago, but now I just sort of I do it because it's like just fun and I like yeah. to do it. And it's like so, um, and I don't do it like I don't do it that much. You know, sure. like I'll do a st- I'll do like stand up like two or three times a month, mm-hmm. and I'll do like a music show like once a month. Yeah, like I'm then I'm like writing, working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like it's it's. It's nice because it's, um, it's a good like. I just I just like enjoy doing both. So yeah, yeah. I don't sure. worry, I don't really worry about that's, it. You don't much. feel the pressure. Yeah, yeah I don't. Good. Yeah, I don't really feel the pressure to like. I used to feel the pressure a lot to like, you know, advance, like get things like job opportunities. Oh, sure. Related to this stuff, but I now it's just sort of fun, so I don't really think, even think about that. Yeah, that's uh, a <laughs> that's a uh, that's that's very wise. <laughs> Pat wise. <laughs> yeah. Hey, former guest. Yeah. Former guest. Uh, you want to play another another song? We're sure. about halfway through here. Yeah. Yeah. QR, let me do some levels here. This is the most involved I've ever been on the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love is just a lie, he says, loving is just a lie, one day you'll fade into the background, yeah, one day you'll fade the background, love is just a lie, he tells me.
Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't, I didn't even do that. The slow fade out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've never done that one before. <laughs> <laughs> that rules. I just kind of felt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, another new song? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. It's hell funny because yeah. a lot of my songs are like, I wrote like, I wrote the, at least the, uh, the, the, the guitar parts like in high school, mm-hmm. but I never found the words until yeah. like last month. Oh, wow. So it's like really weird. I'm like using a lot of songs I've had for a long time, but I've just never had that's why yeah what that's a that's years in the making some of these songs yeah literally like 10 years (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah i mean that just goes to show never throw anything away yeah (laughs) i kind of i i found a i got a rule from um uh john lennon paul mccartney where like when they were first starting they uh would like paul would like wake up john at his house and they would like uh like write songs together for like Mm -hmm. 10 hours and they would never write anything down, and if they could remember the song the next day, then they knew it was a good song. Oh, very so cool! Like, yeah, that's how. I mean, like if I can, if I still remember the song, like after like uh like a couple of days, then I I know that it's yeah. That's like the first test yeah. of the material if it sticks in your head. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's so very interesting. Yeah. I yeah. do. The, it's the same thing with jokes too. Like uh, if I if I think about it, then I I know it's probably worth. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So often. I will like write things down and then we'll be like, yeah, like I'll come back to it later and like write that out. And then I'll come back to it and be just like, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sure we all have some like really funny stuff in our notebooks that like, yeah. just, I mean, I, I know I do. It's probably stupid stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not going to see the light of day for probably 10 years. Probably a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The vessel has not shown itself to yeah. me yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially, <laughs> I light a lot of candles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, Ryan, you and I are going to do a, a couple of segments here that we do uh, uh, repeatedly with guests. The first I like to do with uh, 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 my musical guest, which is I'm going to give you the name of an artist or a band. Okay. And you're going to give me like a flash opinion about them. <laughs> right. Can I tell you something about this? Yeah. I want my boss at the record label. Uh-huh. He's He always like teases me because like he always like thinks that I have like I, I don't have any bad opinions of, of, of like artists, but I'm gonna try oh, my best yeah. to be as honest okay, as possible. Okay, cool. Okay. Well there's there's one in there yeah, there's one in here that I, I'd be I think might test that. Okay, cool. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. Okay. Who knows? Who knows? Flash opinions. First number one. Off. And we can like I say flash opinions. We can take our time, okay. you know. Uh, uh first one. Patty Smith. Okay, Patty Smith is unfortunately someone that I don't know much about. Okay. <laughs> It's someone, someone that I've always wanted to listen to more, and I, I want to read her books. Yeah. Yeah, I've never read the books. Uh, I, I have a copy of the first one, uh, Just Kids. Yeah, Just Kids. And uh, I have never read it because the first time I tried to read it, uh, I thought it was very pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, oh, I got something about... I, okay, so Patty Smith, uh, yeah. I took a class in college, and... Um, she was the teacher. <laughs> it was like a close listening class that so we were talking about music and uh-huh. uh, Maplethorpe. I forget his first name. Robert Maplethorpe. Yeah, I think it's Robert Maplethorpe. Yeah, they they were like yeah. a, they were a couple for a while. Yeah, and um, there's a funny scene where like my teacher was just showing us pic- like the nude pictures that he took mm-hmm. and like was like, "What do you think of these?" Like, it's like, do these excite you? Like. <laughs> I'll, ne- I'll never, I'll never. Lo- Your teacher asked if they excite you. Yeah, like, do they invigorate you? Like, oh my what, god! How are you feeling? <laughs> how are you feeling? I was like, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, uh, I was like, I want to get out of here <laughs> as soon as possible. That's how I'm feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Number two, David Bowie. Oh, I I love David Bowie a lot. I I um. Which era? 
Oh, all of them. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got into David Bowie kind of late. I, when I didn't want to do my office job, I, I would just listen to his albums in order. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, nice. In order. Yeah, and just I I really um, find him um, inspirational. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like like a lot of people do. Um, and I love... I love... One thing, his son uh, said that... Um, one thing that he learned from his dad was never to uh, be hard on yourself. Mm. Just to like always be good to yourself. Boy, that's what I love to learn that lesson. And I feel like David Bowie is a good uh, like proof in the pudding of like someone who probably wasn't too hard on himself. Yeah, you know, like, almost <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I think about that. Yeah, that's very that's uh, very very cool. Yeah. Uh, there was a story. Uh, James Murphy of LCD Sound System was on uh, the best show last year. He told the story about uh, meeting David Bowie, and, and uh, yeah. he was just like, uh, David Bowie said to him, he was like, yeah, I'm like such a fan of, uh, <laughs> of LCD Sound System. And James Murphy said something uh, uh, like dry, like, well, I'm, I'm sure you do because I've stolen most of it from, <laughs> from you. And David Bowie's response was, you can't steal from a thief, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so cool. <laughs> I... Uh... Oh, also the biggest thing I've learned from him is uh, to sing as characters. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, not necessarily like in the fact that he like would be different people. But like if you in a more like in a more like he in some of his songs, he like has a point of view or like a like a character in mind. Like that's Mm. not just like the thin white duke or like characters. But like, I don't know. I thought that was you don't necessarily have to like be like the identify like yourself Mm. with the lyrics you're singing. Right. Um, Right. Which I, I, it's kind of weird. Yeah. 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 Number three. Blondie. Blondie. Oh, man. <laughs> I recently, maybe like four or five months ago, I just went down like a YouTube hole of Blondie. And yeah. I, I just, I, I love her. And I, 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 uh, I loved those songs. I can't, I can't remember any of the song names. <laughs> but I, <laughs> you uh, got Heart of Glass. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. got One Way or Another. Yeah. I, I love Blondie. She, uh, she's like so, she's so fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's just like I feel like that they there's a lot of like like weird Blondie songs. Like <laughs> yeah. there, there's I forget the, there's one where she like raps. Yes, basically. That's, that's the song that I rapture. Yes, that's yeah. the song that that's the music video that I watch like every day. Oh every really? Week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I like that song a lot. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Number four, Madonna. Madonna. Uh, I I I love like a prayer. Yeah. Uh, I I love. Uh, I I. I love dancing, so I love Madonna. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now here's the one. Here's the one. This is the divisive one, especially now. Okay. Taylor Swift. Okay. I. <laughs> the first, the I, first answer that didn't start with oh. Um, <laughs> I I don't really. I don't really like her. Yes, we yeah. found one. Yeah. We found one, Ryan. You tell your boss. <laughs> <laughs> I found one. Yeah, I don't like her. Uh, I mean, I, I respect her work ethic, but I don't, I don't, I don't really enjoy her music or, mm. or like her persona. Or... Yeah. It's tough now, you know? Yeah. It's tough now. I feel like we had, this, we had this great moment in 2015 when 1989 came out. Yeah. We were all just like, what a fun album to put on at parties. <laughs> and we all did and had a great time. And then that was, we just, we didn't know it was gonna, not going to be forever. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I make a mistake at work, I, I, uh, at the, ca- at the cafe, I like, if I drop something or whatever, 
I uh, turned to my coworkers and I say, like, look what you made me do. <laughs> I, I, something about that line is so like, <laughs> like creeps me out. <laughs> yeah, it's that song is uh, is pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, she just she this week uh, was under a little bit of fire, I guess, for this uh, this Earth, Wind, and Fire cover that she put out on Spotify. That was oh, like yeah. a banjo version of September. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know about that. People are mad about it. Why and, are they mad? Uh, Cause just because it's like a, you know, you got this like soul song, basically, oh. that she just whitified. <laughs> Banjoed. You know? yeah, yeah. Using banjo as a verb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, Bruno Mars. Uh, I I think his I think he makes really fun music, but I don't think he should have won those awards. Fair. Like, yeah. I, I, I really... I, uh, the, the I whenever I hear his music, like the production is like so sleek, and it's yeah. so it's like so catchy, and it's like I respect that a lot. But I still think like every any of those other artists in, the, in those categories were yeah. more deserving. Yeah, yeah. I think Uptown Funk is like the greatest thing. Yeah, I think that song is gonna be like we have like so many pop songs that feel like like epic. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. like really going for like, <laughs> like, like, like Katy Perry. All of her songs are just like, they're, they're, they're she's like going for it. I'm going to hear you, know? you roar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But like Bruno, that's the song I think that's going to like stick out from, from the like early 2010s. Yeah. It's like that was a huge pop song. Yeah. I didn't really realize how massive that song, but it has, it has yeah. such lasting power. Like you yeah. still hear it everywhere. You hear it and it's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll say that new one that's like, Ooh. I don't know. I, you know that one? Something like that. Bruno. Yeah, I, I believe you, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, next one, Neil Young. Oh, I There I, it is. I there. stole. I, I st <laughs> In that first song, this one? Yeah. That's a, that's a Neil Young's uh, Which one? chord progression. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, I can't remember the one. It's uh, they're all similar. But uh, <laughs> I I love uh, uh, Harvest. I love Harvest yeah. Moon. Harvest Moon. I, I love That's Tonight's the, one the Night. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love On a Beach. Yeah. I, I I his voice is just uh, awesome. And I I I. My dad took me to a Neil Young show when I was like in high school. Oh, that's very and, cool. Um, we went to a lot of Neil Young shows together actually because yeah. he come through and I saw a Crazy Horse. Oh, nice. Um, and Greendale. Do you know that album? By huh. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a rock opera, but like, like, like by Crazy Horse. By Crazy Horse. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I gotta check that out. Yeah. They he uh he hasn't toured in a while. I feel like, uh, at least he hasn't yeah. come to New York in several years. He's yeah. I've he's the big one for me that I haven't seen that I I want to see. I do think the <laughs> he made one big mistake by recording um um Every Man Needs a Maid. What's that song on Harvest? It's like the fourth oh, song. It's like it's like a tough. <laughs> oh yeah here it is we want to bring it up a little bit <laughs> let's do it okay harvest track three like this is yeah. nice this part's nice can you hear this okay. i feel like i'm getting nothing this is the lyric video by the way oh man <laughs> but just the strings that come in the chorus always sound so bad to me like just they just sound <laughs> many ways I don't know I <laughs> There's a shadow running through my days Like a beggar going from door to door 
<laughs> I think it's like. I was thinking that maybe I'd get a man. Yeah, <laughs> that's the line. It's like what? And it's like the most dramatic song. Yeah. <laughs> I think it come, I think the strings come in right now. Yeah. Here we go. This is like this, oh man. This is like in the middle of like such an awesome album too. Like, yeah. It's just like it always surprises. Me. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh wow. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> the top comment on this YouTube video four years ago by someone named Ian Grace. If you don't feel this music, then you just don't understand it. <laughs> if you don't feel it, you don't understand it. Which I was like. Yeah, probably. Huh. Probably don't understand it's it. It's a weird relationship between feelings and knowledge. Yeah. I love this, like, this, especially, like, when, uh, like, like high school classic rock fans, I feel like you're just, like, this militant, like, yeah. like, I like this. Yeah. And I know that I'm going to get a lot of flack for it. It's like, this is the most popular. It's an ideology. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It, being, being, like, a classic rock fan, like, like hardcore is like yeah. you see the world differently. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's just like who's giving you who's giving you pushback on this? <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Oh, my friends like Justin Bieber, but I'm different. My, I like Neil Young. Like my this mom song. tells me to listen to Guster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do everything my parents say, <laughs> including listen to the next one on this list. Queen. Oh, I love Freddie Mercury. And I love Queen. I one time uh, I was at camp and we were driving home and uh, we uh, I bought like a three disc Queen set and my parents were so pissed because <laughs> they like, were mad because like my my parents don't like Queen. They like music a lot, but they uh -huh. don't like Queen that much. Interesting, and especially because like I feel like I, when you're older, like you don't need to listen to Queen in the car while you're driving. Well, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah, especially like songs like "We Will Rock You." But yeah. for me, it was like uh, like really. I loved it, and um, this is the thing about "We Will Rock You" is like if someone told me to name Queen songs, I feel like that would be like number six on my yeah. like the ones that come to mind. Yeah, it's just they, like they it's so past, it's so popular, it's beyond associating it with Queen, like in my mind. Yeah, it's you almost like I mean? the Seven Nation Army riff. Yes, yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like stadiums did that to us, where we just hear it at like at like sporting events. So it just, yeah, the and just just the like one part of it. <laughs> yeah. Too. yeah. Uh, 904-351-0729. If you want to call in, that's 904-351-0729. We've got two more to go. Cool. Starting with Guns N' Roses. Oh, man. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I thought that riff was awesome, but I, Oh, totally. I, but I, I, and I liked it so much that I learned how to play it, but I, I don't really like Guns N' Roses. Yeah. I mean, there's that one, they had that one album and just kind of. Nothing. What's it called? Sons of Appetite for Destruction. Oh, <laughs> that's what it's called. We got a caller on the line. Oh Ryan. no way! Caller, welcome to the program. Hey, Colby. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, how's it going, bud? What's going on? It's Tim Keck. Tim. Hey. Good to hear from you guys. That music was great. I love music. I don't know anything about music. <laughs> Tim, where are you? Where am I? I'm I'm home. I'm in uh, Brooklyn, in Borough Park, in a basement that I moved into. <laughs> cool. And uh, it's dark in the basement. It's scary. <laughs> Time moves differently in the basement. 
You know, you can't really see what's going on outside. There's like a little window, but it's just a crack. It's a peak. It's a peak on the outside. <laughs> it's not enough to tell you what's going on out there. I don't know if the rest of the world's still existing. The things stop existing once I go into space. <laughs> what is reality? We're all waiting on you, what Tim. Now, Tim, yesterday, we both went to the movies yesterday. Yes. I, I saw a way better movie than you. What did you see, Tim? I saw uh, You Were Never Really Here. With oh. Joaquin. This is okay, a movie. Yeah, and I saw the trailer for it. And I should have known, because the only place I've seen the trailer for it was at, like, the Angelica Theater. <laughs> like, it was one of those, like, artsier theaters. There's uh-huh. a Tanya Harding movie there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so this is, like, it's, it which seems borderline for, like, an artsier theater. Mm-hmm. And then we went to BAM to go see... When you were here, it was just the most boring. It was so long, guys. It was so yeah. long. It was so excruciating. Yeah. I mean, the trailer, props be to this trailer team, they make it look like the most important movie that's ever come out. Like, all the quotes they use are just, like, breathtaking. <laughs> like, astonishing right. achievement. And it's like Joaquin Phoenix looking like his character from Inherent Vice. Just being like, well, where's the girl? <laughs> He's like a... I guess he's like a well. You'd be able to tell us, Tim. He's like a he's yeah. A, he's so an the, investigator the, the of sorts. The trailer is so appearing uh, appealing is that it doesn't drag on like the movie does. <laughs> it's really impossible for the trailer trailer to drag because it's thirty seconds or whatever. But uh, yeah, it's the traditional taken scenario of guy uh, uh, walking Phoenix with a hammer is kind of like a hired gun. He gets hired to get this girl. And then things go crazy, and he has to get this girl back for real. Because you know? she's Which she's like she's kidnapped by like a prostitution ring. Sounds like Finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for everybody. <laughs> oh, Finding boy. Nemo, when he has to get Nemo back. <laughs> but okay, so so in my mind, the best. Okay, you can go the Taken route, which I feel like is a little more intense or action. Mm-hmm. But Man on Fire has been my favorite movie since I was like a youth, and it's that's a. That's as slow a movie I'll go. It's the same premise. It's a guy getting a girl back, and that's as slow a movie as I will go. It's slower than Man on Fire. Yeah. Fuck out of walking, Phoenix. Here we go. Here's the here's the review from Forbes, oh. which apparently does movie reviews. <laughs> this business magazine. How to maximize your profits watching this movie? <laughs> yeah. You were What's never really. To the movie? <laughs> you were never really here as a haunting examination of trauma and violence, which oh. basically means. It's a very violent movie, and then people are sad after. Like, what What about violence are, is left to examine? Yeah, you know seriously. what I mean? Like, it's we know it's bad. Violent. We know it's bad. <laughs> like, we know, at this point, we know that it has, like, devastating effects on people. <laughs> How many more representations of this are going to be haunting examinations that, like, are breaking ground? You know what I mean? Also, especially, like, this is just a genre movie. It's just like a, it's like, it's a cop rescue movie, right? Yeah. Basically. Well, maybe I'm a sicko. Maybe I'm a sicko. Here we go. Here we go. I, I went into this movie expecting to see Walking Phoenix smash some skulls in with hammers. <laughs> and they do a lot of uh, delightful cutting around those things, you know? Oh. He walks up to a guy. You sh- you see him. Then, uh, you know, they cut away. Shot of him walking away from a guy, like, in a pool of blood. You uh-huh. know? It's like, what What about the hammer smashing? Yeah. <laughs> I came to see some skulls getting smashed. <laughs> and just into the... In the first, like, 20, 30 minutes of the movie, people walked. I've never seen that many people walk before. That's crazy. People were getting up and leaving. But was it, like, was it all, like, uh, you know, was it one big crew? 
of people leaving? No, kind of throughout the movie, throughout the first part of the movie, the first third. Hmm. And I was like, good for them. They're braver than I am. You know, they knew. Wow. They knew it wasn't going to be you, and you could tell. Twenty minutes in, you're like, "This is what this is." Have you ever walked out of a movie? <laughs> my losses and bail. You ever walked out of a movie? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think I have either. I I did when I was uh, ten because I was afraid of Jumanji. <laughs> the the stampede freaked me out and I started crying. Right yeah. Now. Oh my god. No, I must no, not ten. I must have been like four. Yeah. Yeah. Ten years old. Ten. Speaking <laughs> of Jumanji, how was Rampage? Dude. Everybody should go see Rampage tonight. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. Tim, you want to go? <laughs> yeah, you guys yeah, go. <laughs> I can't go because I am seeing Titus Andronicus. Oh, sweet. At the Murmur Theater. Oh, oh I like that theater. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm very excited about the show. They're, they're, I love them. Tim loves them, too, because I play them on here all the time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. I, just, I downloaded it into my uh, iPhone, and I'm like, I'll listen to more of this. But really, you should just play more in your show. Because okay, <laughs> your okay. Show more than I listen to Spotify. Yeah, we'll see if we can uh, queue one up for the end of the show, even though the, the laptop connector is is uh, on the fritz. Yeah. So, yeah. Tim. Challenge accepted. Colby never won the back down from a musical request. <laughs> <laughs> well, the odds you... might be stacked against him. The chord might not work right. It's Colby a <laughs> Anyway, it's a very easy request for me to accommodate to play Titus Andronicus on this show. Anyway, <laughs> Tim, any any parting thoughts? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, we'll talk soon. All right. See you, Tim. Yeah. Bye. Tim Keck. Tim Keck. Loyal caller. Loyal <laughs> caller, Tim Keck. Uh, we've got just about enough time if you want to play one more and then we'll wrap things up. Yeah, sure. Uh, great. This is, uh, this is Ryan McCormick on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, do you ever wonder where the path goes behind my house? I think it goes to a car park. I think it goes to a parking lot where they sell Toyota. And I saw your skin in the dark light the other day. It was a privilege to see your skin. Yeah, it was a privilege to see your skin in the dark light. How did you learn to smile the way you do? You look like just an actor You look like just an actor From a good movie And I cannot help but Look at the vines on the wall Look at the vines on the wall They just hang there so nice They just hang there so nice It's so beautiful How do you if our love will grow, if our love will grow after we take the train, I won't see you again till dawn. Will our love have grown? And I want to see you on the screen in the movies. You would do such a good job acting in a movie, strutting all your stuff. I just know 
Thank you. This Colby. was such so a blast. Having me, man. That's Ryan McCormick, everybody. Oh. Check him out. RyanMcCormick.bandcamp.com. Look out for the new one coming yeah. soon. And uh, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We will be back next week with Maggie Widows. In the meantime, oh, yeah. yeah, dude. In the meantime, stick around for points of order. Here's a little Titus Andronicus till they get in here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Good. Bye. Bye.